You're listening to Bird Flu Kitchen Radio. The clock was set for seven. He was up at five. He loaded up his weapon and said, boys, let's take a ride. Then he knows he's surely bound for glory. And he knows there's three sides to his story. There's one he tells to you. She feels his eyes lick her skin. She feels him everywhere as she strolls to her setting sun. And she knows there's no reason to run. She tells herself she's fine. She says he's far behind. Not a day.
Welcome back to the Bird Flu Kitchen right here on BFF.FM. And I'm Alvy. I'm here with you every other Thursday from 4 to 6, giving you all that local rock and roll that you, you know, you just can't live without. That's why we're here. Um, today is just like another day of the past. We've got more rock and roll. We got Ken Newman in the house, and that last song was a brand new one called I'm Your 45. Um, and Ken's got a little bit of a. A, uh, a bug in his throat. He's got... Uh, I believe it's called laryngitis. Laryngitis. Which I've never had, but because Mur- Murphy is operating in full in full steam. It's true. I'm, hey. I'm here with that. Now he, but <clears throat> we're getting through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to play a lot more music. And yeah. um, I was asked why my voice is like this. Ask me why is my voice why, like this. Why is your voice like that? I'm really glad you asked me, Alvy. <laughs> uh, I've been screaming since November, Election Day 2016, and I haven't stopped. Hence the forty-five. Hence the, there's this is why you get paid the medium bucks, right? Yeah. Se- the segue. You got it. So you got I'm, it. Yeah, I'm your forty-five is 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 a very loving tribute to our illustrious uh, tangerine twit. Um, yeah. Yeah. The and orange the, idiot that yeah, we yeah, know. Right. Yeah. The, the man we know and despise. Yeah. In any event. I'm your 45 still like. Well, maybe we'll play one of them. I have a song called American Something that I got an anti-Trump song. Maybe we'll play it in the show a little later. Let's make it a whole two hours. Let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. it. We're going to have more from Ken in a little bit, but as you all know, we're going to start the show off with some brand new music from the last couple weeks since it's been a couple weeks. So let's start off um, with a brand new one called Down the One by um, Austin Waz, and he is also in an awesome local band called Analog Dog. So make sure to go check them out uh, next time you see a flyer for them. Right here in the Bird Flu Kitchen on BFF.FM.
Is it the darkness? Is it the night? A whisper on my left, a scream on my right. Is it the monster under my bed? Is it the demons in my head? Is it the creak at the top of the stairs? Is it the smell of smoke in the air? Is it the flames falling from above? Taking Alright folks, welcome back to the Bird Flu Kitchen right here on BFF.FM. As you know, my name is Alvi and I'm here with you every other Thursday from 4 to 6. Um, that last track you heard was a brand new one from Ken Newman, who we got in the house today, called What Am I Afraid Of? 
I really like that one. Thank I, you. I really liked the the high energy. We picked a couple high energy ones for these first two ones. We're gonna go a little different direction uh, for the next couple jams for all you folks to get a little variety um, in Ken's music. Um, but just to give a little background on Ken, um, since I'll help you out there, since you you got a little bit of uh, I appreciate it because otherwise it's gonna sound like you're interviewing Tom Waits, <laughs> which will get you a lot of people. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I should just change that yeah. all to oh, Tom totally. Waits. Oh, totally! Just like, oh my God, you gotta tune into BFM, man. I mean, he's got fucking Tom Waits. Dude, Alfie's got Tom Waits on yeah, there the right guy's now. Got some serious, serious cred. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, that'll that'll help everyone out. Yeah, it'll help both every, of us out. It helped me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he I don't channeling him at all in yeah, any capacity. That's true. That's he is true. My, he is one of my major heroes. Hey, if he wants to come in here, <clears throat> Tom, if you're listening, give me a shout out. Oh, you know, please, come on through. Please come in. So, um, you run um, Blank the Homeless, which is a yes. great organization um, for helping um, homelessness <clears throat> or in needs all <clears throat> over the Bay Area, <clears throat> um, which is kind of just a bun- a kit kind of that you can get um, at St. Vincent and DePaul, right? Right. Well, basically, the way we did it, it started off. Really simply, we started <clears throat> tossing out emergency blankets. I would go to a gig that I was doing and toss mm. out emergency blankets. Right. Just because I wanted people to be able to engage with the homeless population instead of just blowing past them. Yeah. I said, look, it's cold. Give them a blanket and, you know, help them out. And then it expanded and it became blankets. Those are the mile hour emergency blankets. Right. Socks, gloves, hats. The Cliff Bar Company donated like 3,000 Cliff Bars. <clears throat> we produced a resource directory. Had a listing of free food, shelter, uh, child care services, mental health services throughout the city. All of this would go in a Ziploc bag. We would start tossing them out to people in the audience at shows at the Condor, Boom Boom Room, Boom Boom Room, Lost Church, wherever. Right. And they would start giving them out to people on the street. And the word got out. And St. Vincent de Paul Society of San Francisco decided to take us under their wing, allowing us to leverage their 501c3 nonprofit status. And other organizations, San Francisco Zen Center, uh, the Gubbio Project that allows homeless people to sleep in churches. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked for some packages. So bit by bit, we started to kind of like make a name. And my wonderful <clears throat> producer, Scott Mickelson, who's working on my album, decided to do a compilation right. um, to support the charity. And he contacted all these amazing artists. And we can talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. And we had an album release concert at the Independent. So I got to actually be on that stage. Right. Which did not suck even a little. I can um, only imagine no, a good thing. No, it was thing. pretty sweet. Yeah, I did, I did an acoustic open, and then we had King Dream and Mikkels, Scott Mickelson's uh, band. He was incredible. And <clears throat> we had Goodnight Texas, and we had Ben Morrison, Brothers Comatose, and one of the Rainbow Girls. And it was just an amazing thing. So all of the proceeds of the album, downloads, whatever, that's all going to the charity. So everything, it's the thing that I've discovered about musicians. And, I mean, let's face it. We don't make crap for money. No. I mean, we don't you know, do it for the money. No, you can't. And the number of musicians who come up to me and said, oh, yeah, hell, I'd, I'd be more than happy to help in whatever way I can. Yeah. I mean, it seems like their generosity is inversely proportional to their bank account. Absolutely. And it's mind boggling to me. I mean, it's people who have the least amount to offer are offering the most. I mean, they're offering their talent, their time. I've got people that will rehearse with me and perform with me and say, no, no, don't give me any money. Just put it, give it to them. Give it right. to the charity. And it just. It, it, I just find that really moving, you know, and incredibly encouraging and uplifting. Absolutely. I mean, since Music City has been working with you, we did the block party a couple months back, and, yeah. and you got to talk about um, the Blank of the Homeless at that. I mean, we've we've given out, I mean, I feel like I, think I was going to say hundreds just in the last six months, just in our neighborhood. In oh, and Polk your neighborhood Street. is so perfectly placed, too. It's right off of Polk, if anybody doesn't know. And if you don't know about Music City, 
Shame on you because you have to. It is what Music City will be in San Francisco is what San Francisco desperately needs, which is like a spiritual hub, you know, for music, for production, for yep. rehearsal, for education, for housing. It's it's everything that they, you know. That everything they, a musician they, needs. Yeah, I mean, stuff that you can find in Nashville and other cities that, you know, that say they're music capitals and San Francisco is finally going to have it thanks to Rudy Colombini, guys yep. like you, Alvi, and the people that are there. So <clears throat> they started this incredible irony. One day I looked at Facebook. And I think you posted it or something, maybe, or, you know, there was going to be a meeting. Yeah. And what's yeah. the name of the organization? Uh, the Music City um, for Change. Morgan City Organization for Change, MCC. Right. And I'm, I'm looking at this like musicians that want to get involved to support homeless charities. I'm like, why the hell don't we know each other? Yeah. And so I said, well, I'll come to the first meeting. And I'm sitting there next to Rudy and, and uh, Sonny is there, I think, representing yep. um, Peskin. Aaron Peskin. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, a small group of people, but passionate people, people from uh, Coalition on the Homeless, right. Stop the Sweeps. <clears throat> And all of a sudden, we're all like, oh, shit, we're on the same page here. This yeah. is great. And Music City, to your credit, I mean, just said, look, we want to be on board with this. And now, all of a sudden, we've got somebody else, in, you know, right at ground zero for homelessness, let's face it. Absolutely. You know, just really engaging with the population. And I just think that's so And we're moving great. quickly. And that's it's pretty amazing to be able to get the city to move as fast as it's moving, which isn't greatly, really <clears throat> fast, but it's moving a lot faster than I thought it would be for this Absolutely. type of thing. And it's just cool that they're even in, that they're okay with getting us the the resources to try to push this Absolutely. and try to help them with a nav center that they're open. I think there's a meeting tonight about that. Yeah. I mean, because there was a lot of pushback from the people, the Embarcadero one. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with San Vincent de Paul. They've got the nav center on Mission in South Van Ness, right? Which I have visited. We actually performed not this past Christmas, but about six or eight months ago. I mean, another singer songwriter did a show for the people, and they were just so grateful. And the place is so beautifully appointed, and you know they're really taking care of people. Uh-huh. And we need to just kind of change the narrative that you know people have, the people that are doing the NIMBY. I don't want this in my backyard thing. Are terrified that there's going to be, you know, an endless queue of homeless people, you know, shooting up while they're waiting to get into this nav center. And it's right. exactly the opposite. Yeah, exactly. What it's about is creating a center to get these people sort of mainstream back into you know productive members of society. And you know, once people see how the nav centers operate. They don't work the re- same way as the old ones. No, not at all. And they, it's going to be really important for people to see that. And one of the things we talked about that came out of your meeting was how do we create, how do we market the NAV Center in a way to make people understand what it really is? Because we're all getting, you know, our, our bullshit facts from like Twitter, from like, yeah. it's essentially, I, go, I think we're in a billboard state of mind now. It's what information can you clean going 90 miles an hour down the freeway by reading it on a billboard? That's as deep as anybody wants to dig. Right. So if somebody sees a billboard that says Nav Center's bad, they go, Nav Center's bad. Yep, I so believe if, it. if we can create a marketing strategy that says, here's how they work. Here are the people that are in them. Here's this guy who would otherwise be sleeping in front of your house, yeah. in front of your apartment. But now but he has now a bed. In the Nav Center, and he's got a job there. He's doing gardening there, or he's doing upkeep, or he's doing whatever. Right. And he has a little bit of dignity. And maybe he's going to work himself back into society. It's a fucking game of inches. Oh, yeah. You have to start with one lost soul at a time. You know that's what blanket the homeless is about. Exactly. I'm not, cho- I'm not solving. Back. Right. I'm not solving a systemic problem. I can't. No. I don't have the. I don't have the talent. I don't have the money. You know, it's that's a federal. That's a state. You know, a countrywide, a statewide issue. You right. Know, there's a lot of work that has to be done. But all I can do is say, Hey, you. I see you. I don't want you to freeze to death tonight on the streets. Yeah. I want you to understand that I see your humanity and I acknowledge it and I want to share something that I can give you. And that's that's the coolest thing about the people in the Bay Area. Like, 
I so for instance, I was telling you a little bit off air about a story. There was a girl that just started working at Slim's. Oh, I love this. And she um she noticed that there's a lot of homelessness when she's getting out, and she you knows she doing every she can, you know, throw here's a couple bucks or here's a cliff bar, here's a candy bar, whatever I have. So she started realizing that this was an ongoing problem, and she's like, well, I'm. She posted on Facebook. She said, hey, I'm gonna start getting things that people need to like give every night after I get off work and I tag blank the homelessness. Cause I'm like, you need to do this. She goes, I get that there's, you know, other organizations and I would love to work with them. And like, but I'm just trying to help out the way I can. And I'm like, I love that. Oh, I love yeah. that. You just are putting it into your own hands. She was on fire, man. Yeah. Just, even the way she wrote to me, it was just like, I know there are other people, but I want to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I'm like, and I love that. And I didn't even take it as a negative. I took it as no, enthusiastic. So I. I and was I was totally like stoked. And I'm just like, I love it. And just so you know, this is there. If you need more help and like, it's just beautiful that that is able to happen. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I just love that she had nothing to do with Blank the oh. Homeless, but she was doing the exact same thing. And it's just so cool to see some people that I know, especially musicians, people, oh, like you said, people that people have no money. Age. You know, yeah. People, you know, that are, <clears throat> that are struggling to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world, definitely in the United States. Are sharing. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard about this woman, and I, I'm surprised I didn't know about this. She realized that it, pizza places all around the city they were throwing away whatever pizzas weren't used mm-hmm. she went this crazy so she collected them she has yeah. given out the equivalent i don't know how many thousands of pizzas to people on the street wow she collects them just walks up and down the street and gives out slices yeah. like how freaking bare bones is that yeah and pizza's cheap i know there's nothing to it no like uh that's i don't know i this city has so much to offer and there's so many things that it's doing great and there's so many things that it needs to do yep and I'm originally from Arizona where I, all the political activation is all in the wrong way for me as who I was growing up in that area. So I love sure. being out here because it's the opposite of that. Yeah. And I love it because we're involved in this thing to make it better too. And that's the hugest thing to me is being able to not only enforce what we're doing, but to continue building it and yeah. make it something that <clears throat> like I want nav centers in every neighborhood in this Whole oh, city, yeah. You know? I mean, it would just it would just really chip away. I mean, between that and then actually legislating for affordable housing, I mean, there's so many things that need to be done. Oh yeah, on on a systemic level, it's you true. know. But to begin with, how do we deal with the problem we have? How do we get those people better? You know, then you know, create a, you know an improvement in their circumstances. Well, and then you do <clears> one <throat> thing that's so great, which is obviously you do this organization, but you do events. I love that you did that uh, on November seventh at the Independent with yeah. all these great artists that Bay Area people want to see. They want to support them, for one, their music. Two, they love the reason behind it. So I like want to see more of that. And oh, yeah. people totally. following your suit and <clears throat> doing more things like that, I would love to do a special event with you with the Breakfast Pigs and like, you know, have a punk rock, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Black the Homeless. You got food, in the t- food in your name for Exactly. Let's cook some breakfast yes. up and yeah, give it out for free. Let's do a morning show mm-hmm. on the streets. Like, and there's got to be, so be bacon because it's Always. pigs. So Always. we got it covered. Exactly. And everybody loves bacon. So you don't even, even need to put anything else on the flyer. Vegans, even though, and they won't admit it. It's true. Yes. They love the smell. Yeah, exactly. You're I, like, I could still be a vegan and enjoy the smell, can I? Yeah, okay. I've had, to, I've told you, okay. vegans, they go, is this okay that I'm enjoying this? And it is okay, you know? So, you know. Sniff responsibly. I'm sure that they're going to come out with some impossible bacon that's going to be better than ever eventually. So, you know, 
We'll go from there. Yeah, I'll invest in that shit for sure. Hey, yeah. seriously. So, if it tastes anything like real bacon, <laughs> about it. I am the hamburgers. Yeah, the bacon is it. Well, let's uh, let's definitely jump in. We should talk um, a little bit more about the um, Blank of the Homeless later, and then also <clears> talk <throat> about some of these unreleased songs um, in the next hour when we come sure. back. Yeah. But let's jump in and like play some another one of your jams for sure. Okay. And then let's play some King Dreams, some oh, Mickelson. Yeah. Um, so Brothers Comatose, yeah. all those and By bands the way, Mickelson, that... in addition to performing on that album, actually produced the damn thing. So oh. that, that was like a major, I don't know how many months, I can't even begin to think, it was close to a year, I think. And where can they pick this record <clears> up? <throat> well, actually, the best thing to do is go to blanketthehomeless.org. Okay. Blanket the Homeless, just spell it out. Not Blankets for the Homeless, by the way, different, great organization, but it's blanketthehomeless.org. Right on the homepage, <clears throat> um, the... Uh, the site's been set up so that you can just purchase it directly on the website Perfect. for $45 for the album, which includes a free download, or $15 just for the download. Mm-hmm. And you can get all the tracks, 15 tracks. And that, in fact, we have a fundraiser going on on Facebook right now. If you make any donation over $40 and then direct message me, um, mm-hmm. and that you can find that on Ken Newman on my Facebook page. If you direct message me, then we'll just send you the album. We just wanted to get out there. We want, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, and it's a great record, for one. Really, really good. And it's for a good cause, so it's not like your $45 is going to some orange clown. And, of course, it's available at Tower Records. You just have to find Tower Records. That's the big challenge. If you can find one, yeah. you can find a Tower Records. You might be able to find a gravestone of a Tower Records before you find a real Tower Records. They have a plastic bag here in the store associated with PFF. I just saw the bag. Hey, yeah, you know. Ten bucks just for the bag. Just the bag. God. How far we have fallen. I know, right? <laughs> Ten I was we were talking about I was talking to someone earlier today about penny candy and I just was like, I don't even know what that means. Penny I couldn't I've never spent a penny to buy oh, anything. Yeah, bazooka. So, a bazooka bazooka. You would get bazooka. I think it was fifty for, cents. One no, or now, maybe it was twenty five no, cents when have, I was a kid. No, in San Francisco you have to make a down payment on it. You <laughs> yeah. can't they go, cool, here's uh, your six months lease <laughs> exactly. for your gum. If you lose your gum, bring it back. Yeah. yeah right. Well, let's jump into one of your jams. You want to do a, a little, a, a, a different vibe one? Oh, sure. We can do, um, yeah, let's, keeping with the fact that so much of the stuff I do is kind of depressing, let's do Danny. Danny? Okay. Yeah, that's a sad, Danny, Danny don't go upstairs. It's a kind of, it's about a, a kid who committed suicide, actually, is a friend of my son's. Oh, man. When he was 15 years old, he, uh, <sighs> that's so sad to hear. Yeah, he went and hanged himself, and, and it was just, it was just devastating for everybody, and it, it really shook me up. It made me think about bullying and about, you know, just not listening to, you know, not paying attention to signs, of, you know, of like how much somebody's hurting. Yeah. So the song is kind of an amalgamation of my own experience, my son's friend's experience, and just, you know, just the idea of kind of trying to just keep your eyes open, right? Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's definitely the truth right there. So without any further ado, let's listen to another one by Ken Newman. Uh, this was called Danny, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Right here in the Bird Flu Kitchen on BFF.FM. Lost it 
Lost, and all your rivers have been crossed. Pain 
can be your third wheel. I'm the slowest on the draw. I will pick the shortest straw. And I can warm your bench. Hey, hey, hey. Man, I wanna be the old man. Oh 
and my backpack's full. Packed tight, cylindrical, I could be gone for a day or two, or maybe three. I triangulate my way around the bay, just dreaming the day I spend it all in one county. I'm wearing white on the road, so it feels like home. I'm drooling in her bed, so it feels like my own. When the morning comes, I don't want to know. It's a quarter to six, I should be sleeping or go on a boat. Yeah, it's a quarter to six, I should be sleeping or go on a boat. Help me, Lord, for what I've done. I broke the law and I'm on the run. I'm begging for forgiveness, please. Got a wife at home and kids to feed. Can't bear to go to jail. Haven't hurt nobody but myself. I got busted planting seeds on my private property. Now the DA's trying to prove a point And lock my ass up in the joint Ooh, up. Help me, Lord, for what I've done They came in flashing guns Now I'm out here on the streets Begging change for food to eat no one even looks at me They treat me like a circus freak Miss my home and family I'm terrified of the police Can't afford no lawyer's help to Keep me from rotting in a cell I ain't a violent man, I ain't no thief Just grew some big old plants from tiny seeds it might be a crime, but it ain't no sin Planting flowers in your garden Help me, Lord, for what I've done Broke the law and I'm on the run I got busted planting seeds On my private property
Remember 
memories all haunted Was her I have to thank all my songs So every day I'm smoking my brain hazy All I can do to keep from going crazy But the paranoia slowly creeping in Oh, I keep drinking myself silly On the way up to this hell
you for your precious time Forgive me if I start to cry That's how I got to Memphis 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 I saw you last night, Mama, in the
folks right welcome back to the bird flu kitchen right here on bff.fm we're into the second hour and we're still here with uh ken newman um that last track was get away from um you excuse me um gotta get off that exit you know you gotta get the oh man yeah i love those lyrics <clears throat> thank you um so we, we played a couple of jams in between there we got a little country uh, uh detour going on there and uh we played some tracks from uh, everybody that played at the Independent um, with yeah, your show. Yeah, a bunch of them, yeah. Um, I don't know if we even got necessarily everybody. Uh, no, but there's 15 tracks, actually. Yeah. Uh, Scott Mickelson has one. I have one. And then there's King Dream, Jeremy Lyon. We played Jeremy's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, I think... A, yeah, we got like three or four, yeah, four or five. Yeah, a bunch of them, yeah. So, but, you know, if you want to hear more, you can go <clears> and <throat> check it out on Blank the Homeless. Uh, Dot org, yes. and um, you can buy it right there um, for vinyl, or you could uh, just do a digital download if you'd like to do that. So go and support; it's for a great cause. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, and once again, before before I forget, <clears throat> thanks for coming in and talking about Blank the Homeless and everything you do for the Bay Area music community and for San Francisco in general. Oh, so well, thanks. I mean, it's great to be here. Even even 
even talking through a kazoo, it's yeah. still great to be here. Hey, you know, we got some <laughs> tea going, some lozenges. Everyone, we're chilling. It's Thursday, yeah. you know, Friday is tomorrow. You're going on vacation on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I'm on my way to Mexico with my girlfriend. Oh. Um, I should probably, this is probably a good time to give up, you know, I'm, I'm at seven packs a day smoking. <laughs> and I, I think when I go through two packs from the last break. Yeah, you up, know. Yeah. You it's probably really a bad idea. I, I mean, I couldn't believe you smoked those three packs in that last fifteen minutes. But it's pretty impressive. You did. You did. It was like a fast-forward uh, TV show yeah, right there. It's, it's worth it though, because my next album is going to be a totally different sound. <laughs> you you really want <laughs> you want to give Tom Wade's a run for his money? Oh, yeah. You mean, want him going? Hell with that damn. guy. Damn. <laughs> Man, he's seventy-something years old. I've got, he's got ten years. I mean, I can. I can <laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate you showing us uh, some of the tracks off that. Um, I want to know a little bit more about the recording process, not to make you talk too much about okay. it, um, but tell us a little bit about, um, well, first of all, these are all unreleased tracks that you're all hearing, folks, so you're hearing it first in the Bird Flu <clears throat> Kitchen. and um, Stuff on my album, yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, there's correct. a couple of tracks that, that you know, have gone to Spotify, Pandora. I don't think we've Amazon played those music. ones yet, though. Um, what, um, Did we play? No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah we'll do those later. We'll, we'll do a couple of those. Yeah, but it's about 10 or 11 tracks. The album was going, as I said, is going to come out late, late April, mm -hmm. and uh, it's being produced by Scott Mickelson. And <clears throat> we heard some of him earlier today. Yeah, and to be honest, there's a kind of a sense that I have that when I started working with Scott. Oh, well, you know, my my voice came back a little bit. Um, there you go. That you know, he's like for those of you who are like hip to the Beatles and George Martin, who's often considered the fifth Beatle. Mm -hmm. You know, was very much so fundamental to their sound. And I call Scott my George Martin. Because, you know, I mean, I will come in with a song, like the last one I just did, the one uh, to get away from you, mm -hmm. <clears throat> was came out of a songwriting exercise that I got from a guitar teacher. He said, do a song with three chords. And I did. And then we ended up with a bridge, and it ended up getting a little bit bigger. But, you know, Scott, once, and like Danny, the one that we let off the last right. one, mm -hmm. once Scott got his hands on that, it just totally turned into something else. I mean, I gave him, here's the track. You know, we didn't do a band recording. It was just me and acoustic guitar. Hmm. And then we start off with like, well, why don't you play some piano? So I did. And he goes, well, let me play around with that. Maybe we can get a loop out of that because he's a real Radiohead fan. And then he said, well, let me put a bass line down here and we can bring in a guitar player and, you know, do something. In this. And he just, it's like, you know, he's got a great studio in Mill Valley, Mickelson Sound, and he does just brilliant, brilliant work, both on my album and on Blanket the Homeless. And he's got a ton of albums of his own, he's got Wondrous Life, which just came out, he's really quite talented. But he really is a collaborator as much as a producer. I mean, he really, you know, and he will say, look, this is your album, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but this I, think right here. Need, I think you need another verse. I'm like, oh crap, really? <laughs> I'm serious, I mean, I came in with um, another track we haven't played, She's Dreaming of Guns, which is kind of the title track of the album. We should play and that And it's one. a short song, you know, but he, you know, the second verse was sort of half the length. He said, you know, you need another verse. I'm like, I, I just don't have anything. That's it. And he yeah. goes, you need another verse. I'm like, <laughs> crap. I literally went into the bathroom, you know, and I'm standing at the sink, standing in the mirror. He was like, God, this guy just always tells me what to do. He's a son of a, wait a second, what if I, and it was like the best verse in the song uh -huh. came in five minutes because he pushed me. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing you could have. If you, you know, I mean, it's studio you know, magic sometimes. It really is. And you don't need a contentious relationship with a producer. It doesn't have to be like, God damn it, either listen to me or just find somebody else. Right. It's like he pushes, he says, look, you want to say no? Say no. Yeah, it's just but, what he hears. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, son of a bitch is probably right. He's been doing this for like 40 years. So I did. 
and every track has got really a big chunk of, of him on it. Plus, you know, he's really gifted. I mean, he's been doing this stuff forever. He really knows how to use his equipment. And in the process of doing this album in Blanket the Homeless, he's added tons of equipment, new microphones, new, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm, this is like a whole area that I'm not really particularly well-versed in, so mm-hmm. there's like all kinds of new bells and whistles and shit. Oh, yeah, all, like, the, all the outboard but, gear. Oh, yeah, it's just brilliant. And, and you, you, I can hear the difference. I mean, I hear the, you know, the, oh, yeah. the sound, and it's just, it's remarkable. But his work is incredible. And Well, his mixes sound great. Yeah. What, his, what we're hearing there. So. Shameless plug time. Anybody out there listening, Scott is... A brilliant, brilliant singer-songwriter. And Avi uh, Vinegar, who uh, was with... Um, Stone Foxes, you said, Stone right? Stone Foxes, and uh, also Goodnight, now Goodnight, Texas, and mm-hmm. performed at the Independent of the Con, is on the album. He and Scott are doing an acoustic show at Lost Church tomorrow night. Doors at 7.30, show starts at 8. Make sure to go, folks. And uh, people, just, just, you know, another thing about music venues. We are losing music venues like crazy in San Francisco. You know, skyrocketing rents, you name it. Lost Church is a, it's it's a gift to the city. It's just a brilliant little place. Seventy five seats, seldom is any anything might. I mean, it's usually it's like a, it's like a house concert, right? Right. You know, in a venue where you know, in a beautiful, weird, funky little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, right, like right around uh, Mission Sixteenth. Right. So it's tomorrow yes. night. It's you know, it's a nonprofit organization. They're really making a go of it. So I encourage I'm people. Seeing to a just... lot more shows over there lately, which is great because I've I've been there only once, and but yeah. it was such a cool, unique experience. It's a really sweet venue. Yeah, I mean, I've done two shows there now: one with Scott, one with two other singer songwriters. Um, Casey Turner, who does a regular, he does this really cool first Tuesday of every month. He does an open mic called, over there called Songwriters. It's S H H H Songwriters because he always used to say shh to try oh. to get the audience to shut up. Oh, really? And so now that's <laughs> so the name stuck. And it typically sells out. Oh, you really? Literally, if you want, if you're a singer songwriter, there's something you got to do because it is, you know, he records everything you do. You get a decent recording out of it. He gives you a great introduction. Um, there's, there's and it's an open mic, and it, it's an open mic. But you pay for it. You like three bucks or something. Oh, okay. But what he does is the Friday before the Tuesday, he puts it up on brown paper tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And um, at ten o'clock, the tickets go on sale. And typically at 10.04, they're all gone. Really? Yeah. I mean, people come from everywhere. You wow. Know, and they get 10 minutes slot to get um, a one-song slot starting, I think, I want to say 7 o'clock and going till about 10.30. Mm-hmm. So there's like 30-some-odd singer-songwriters. Wow. And crazy. for my money, I mean, if you spend 5 or 10 bucks, whatever the hell you spend to not perform, it's a hell of a night of music. Right. I mean, occasionally you see people there that just blow your mind mm-hmm. that are just like, why don't you have a contract? Why aren't you touring nationally? Yeah. You know, and then there's some people that are just trying out new stuff, and but it's just a great night of music. Ah, oh, that sounds fun. And for local singer-songwriters, I think you're crazy to not get out there and do every damn open mic you can. It's true. You know, I... It's the greatest, you know, I mean, you could practice in front of your mirror and your, you know, in your little home studio or sitting at the edge of your bed, and you're never going to, you know, it's the great... best growth you can experience is just under fire, get in front of an audience and do it. Yeah, you know, especially, you know, like, I don't know, you see... Even if you're like in a full band, you know, go out as you know the singer and go, and that's a good way to get people out to your your full band shows oh, yeah, too. Yeah. You know, you're like, hey, this is an acoustic version of this song. If you like it, you check it out next weekend. You know, oh yeah, you know, and, and, <laughs> and it works. Yeah, and Casey's a great guy. I mean, he really does support the music community. I've community. met him before. Oh, you should. To. He's he's you know I, I joke with him. Casey Turner, you, know, you said. Casey Turner, yeah, Casey Turner presents. You know, he's kind of he does a thing up in Novato. 
uh, Hot Monk Brewery. He has a regular summer festival there. They do outdoor shows every weekend. Okay. I, all he, of this sounds familiar. Yeah. I've heard I of mean, this. I mean, he did a thing with, uh, he produced a thing with John Craigie and, uh, and uh, Sam Chase at okay. uh, Great American Music Hall. He performs, uh, he also manages Megan Slanker, and he's done her shows at uh, Swedish American. So he's done some pretty good-sized venues, but he does a ton of house concerts wow. in San Francisco. That sounds awesome. You know, I, another, and another guy for that is Drew Pierce. He does something called Inside Lands. You were talking about Outside Lands. Yeah, yeah. And Inside Lands is kind of his like pun. So he does house concerts. You know, they're okay. inside small venues. And That's I've cool. done a few shows with him. So it's there's you know, you just gotta dig a little bit. But there are people yeah. out there that are really trying to bring back I mean, I moved here in nineteen eighty and I've seen so much of the musical soul of this place just get torn Ugh, away. I can't imagine. Yeah, it and it's heartbreaking. Depressing. I mean, you yeah. see like the Mobile High Gardens and all these other great punk clubs that closed. You know, and guys like Sub- Casey and submission. Drew Peters, you know, are really trying to resuscitate it. You know, and say like, you know, get the hell away from Netflix. Yeah. You know, just like, it's just get out of the house. You know, walk, you know, or, you know, share an Uber or whatever the hell. Yeah, get to so a venue cheap. and hear music. It's so funny because everyone in San Francisco is... The- Oh, you're you're how far? Oh, you're in that neighborhood. That's so far from me, you know. This and is forty nine square mile city. I mean, get a fucking break, right? That's what Jesus. I. Jesus. Well, I'm from somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, it yeah. takes me forty minutes to drive anywhere. <clears throat> people so. go, you know, people get out of their house in Chicago. It's a little bigger. Yeah, and Last it's I cold. Checked. In L. A. It's a little bigger. <laughs> yeah. Austin, a little bigger. Nashville, a little bigger. Everywhere, it's yeah. almost you can't find a smaller city <laughs> yeah, to be I honest. No. But <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, that's up, such a cool yeah. thing to do, and I mean, I don't know. You like you said, this the city needs more of that, and just being able to have more open mics. Or... Yeah. My New Year's resolution was simple this year: go see more live music. I mean, I see as much as I can because I travel a lot in my other my other life. Yeah, but I'm really making a concerted effort. There's this guy Trick Stevens, mm-hmm. who is I consider one of the greatest music fans I've ever known in my life. He saw no lie, it was like 500 shows last year. Wow. He goes to more than one a day. That's he goes to things. Well, I mean, if if there's a concert, trick isn't there. People are like calling emergency rooms to see if he's okay. <laughs> They're like, uh, <laughs> he's supposed to be here 20 minutes ago. I just, <laughs> the hell is just really worried. No. Call that other show. <laughs> oh no, no, no. He was at my independent show. He was wow. at the bizarre. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's, he's everywhere. He was that at sounds the Lost like... Church show. I mean, really? I, I love the guy dearly. He's, you know, if we had a city full of people like this, we it'd be a totally different city. Yeah, yeah. Venues would not close because they'd be packed. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's I up to us. I mean, we have the responsibility. It's true to bring this this spirit back to the city. I mean, you have to get out and buy the tickets. You got to go see the shows. It's true. Yeah, yeah, there's you know, and I like these kind of these different shows. Like, I'm not a huge fan of So Far Sounds per se, but like yeah. even what they're doing. There's a new one that I forgot the <clears> company <throat> name that we actually booked one in um in April, and mm-hmm. it's a they pay a little bit better than um. So far, because they care about the musicians. Yeah, that's not too hard to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, But it's like a dinner show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and they so they pick. So I'm my whole thing. We were talking earlier. I want to do breakfast for dinner, and then have us be our show for that. And apparently, they yeah they do like jazz and sushi or whatever it is. It's great. And yeah, I'm just like cool. Something different. I'm I'm into it. It gets these people that also. Some people, are, it's like you and me, obviously, we'll go to any show, but some people are like intimidated by going out to these shows or by themselves. <clears throat> Have you ever gone to a show by yourself? It's like the best experience ever. all the time by myself. And like, yeah. I, it's something that like I have friends like, oh, I just, you know, there's no one to go with. You know, I'm like, trust me, go You're by yourself. You're there for the music. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless, 
You know, unless you're, you know, you're willing to someone. scream over the sound of a pen plane. You're not going to have much of a conversation with a person yeah. you're with anyway. Well, and then in between the sets, <clears throat> go introduce yourself to someone. I mean, oh. meet your new best friend. You I know? posted shit on Facebook. I said, look, I got an extra, because I always buy two tickets. It's a thing I do. I've done it my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, anybody want to go? Yeah. You know? And, you know, and I'll just, I'm like perfectly fine to pay for somebody if they don't, you know. In fact, yeah. I have a second ticket to the show at uh, Lost Church. So if anybody wants to go, find me on Facebook. There you go. Um, But no, I do that, you know, and I just like, you know, so I'll, I'll hook up with somebody and like, yeah, you know, turn them on to music they might not otherwise, you know, know. Yeah, and then you're like, hey, come on, you know, no commitment, you just come hang out, long as you want. You it's wanna... a casual encounter, man. It is, yeah, and casual. <laughs> this is like it's totally platonic. Yeah, we're just gonna have a music experience. This is all good things. If the music is really good and we feel something, we might clasp hands and <laughs> squeeze. Just go like, wow, there might be fist bumping, but it'll be. I'll put on a glove first. <laughs> so it'll be safe. There you go. There you go. You want to you gotta be safe. Yeah. Well, my voice just got into a whole other thing now. Yeah. It's like I got I got I'm channeling my Leonard Cohen. I, yeah, I was gonna say, I think you're transforming cool. over I'm here. This a lot, yeah. You're looking better looking uh, too hallelujah. now. It's getting I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> you're you know, in a day or two you're gonna be able to I think you you know what you should do though. <laughs> you should go home and you should write a new song. As Tom Waits, and then record it real quick so you can. So That's you can. That's a great idea. Play it on my baritone guitar. So I've everything, got, everything down to. It. I, I've done that before. <laughs> I got really sick, and I wrote this song, and I I was like, I recorded it sick, and I've I've never played it again because I could never play it as good as I did when I was sick, and I love the way it sounds because my voice was so low, and my voice is not that low, and now I, when I play the song, I, go, I don't like this song anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so what do you do? You go to a, you go to a school and with a bunch of sick kids and you try to get sick again. Yeah, exactly. So you can get, you can I know. And then I go. I want to play like I'll have a whole set list that's built for me being sick versus not sick. You know, <laughs> you never miss a show. You know, yeah. I go. Oh, I got my sick set list going. That's cool. No worries. Oh, yeah. Just don't get too close. Oh, you want to get my second album? Man, my flu album is really some of my best work. Hey, we're in the bird flu kitchen here. Oh you yeah, know? there you go. <laughs> you see what I did there? I like that's that. Great. I like that. My dysentery piece was one of my some of my best work. Because the acoustics were really good for my dysentery album. Because it was in the bathroom. Because it had to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've recorded vocals <laughs> in bathroom. Acoustics. How do you get such that reverb? What plugin is that? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about plugins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we got about 15 minutes left. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in the future with uh, Ken Newman. I know you said we're going to be looking for that new album coming out in yeah, in April. Dreaming of Guns is the name of it. Dreaming Guns. Yeah, we'll uh, play a couple 24th. of those. Um, tracks. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, um, but yeah, tell. Is there any? <clears throat> do you have any shows coming up that are booked that you wanna? Yeah, nothing. Um, not right. Well, I think, I think in, uh, in March we're gonna be doing. Um, uh, Jasmine Pritchard is gonna be doing. She has something called, uh, Song Rise Studios, and she does house concerts as well. We're gonna mm-hmm. be doing one at the Secret Garden. I think it's March 21st. Okay. That's ways away, so, you know, I'll... Um, That's not too far, but, though. No, I guess it's not. Please, I'm trying to slow things down. I know. This I... aging process is pissing me <laughs> off. But anyway, Songwriter, that's going to be at the Secret Garden. It's a, it's a secret location, but if you just go to um, kenneumanmusic.com, all the stuff will be on the calendar. And you should go to Ken Music, or Ken, Ken Music, Ken, Ken Newman, Newman Music. Music. Anyway, give him a like on Facebook, all the social medias. It really helps everybody out. And so. all the... Ball- uh, ball- um, ball- 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 all the... Uh, 
blanket, the homeless stuff. Absolutely. Izzo can be found there as well. Yeah, throw the balanced <clears> breakfast <throat> in there too. Why not? Balanced breakfast is awesome. <laughs> Stefan Aronson, you're another another guy that's kind of like really bringing this music hey, community he's, together. It's he's true. A, I'll brilliant. be at the summit on yeah. uh, February 22nd. Me too. I'm, so. I'm, I'm on one of the panels. Me too. All right, we're talk. What's yeah. happening? Maybe we're on the same mine's panel. A, no, no mine's about this, uh, interacting with city government. So it's about so you know social outreach. Cool, cool. Well, that's important as we're, yeah. we were talking about earlier in the show. Exactly. So, but yeah, I'm doing. A, I got a couple of gigs at the Condor and then at um, Ireland's Thirty Two. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, which is a great venue. I love playing out there. Travis started booking over there, and yeah, Travis Ace. He booked yeah. me. He booked me and my band Berkeley Brom and a band Berkeley Bronx. It's a trio. Okay, and a bass player and a drummer. So we um, we played out there. We played the Condor. Play a bunch of plays. I haven't been out there yet. He's been he's been kind of like hinting at me. Oh, you should go. It's great. It's a great venue. Cool. We had a blast. Awesome. This this big two buses pulled up just as we were starting. I'm Um, thinking it was going to be a quiet night. It was Thanksgiving weekend. mm -hmm. Eighty people walked in. Really? It was a birthday party. They just happened to say, "This looks cool." They walked in, and all of a sudden, we had like a full house. Wow. It was freaking awesome. That's awesome. And that's in the Sunset or Richmond? It's on Geary and Okay, Richmond. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's a great time. That's awesome. So there's that. You know, blanket the homeless. I guess you know. Um. My goal is to try to take blanket the homeless outside of the city proper. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I'm, there's other organizations that are doing similar things, and I and I do believe, you know, if I could get the momentum going, because it's it's definitely picking up steam. But and musicians, as I said, we've talked about, they're you know some of the most generous people we've seen. Yep. You know, if we, if we can get you know musicians that are willing to like tour, or you know, we could sort of take this thing to you know multiple cities, and you know, I. I hey, I I'll mean, take some on our tour. We're going on tour in a couple. I guess that's like about a month. We'll cool. take some out Absolutely. down to LA yeah. and Phoenix. No, totally. So yeah, um, that w- that would be great. But yeah. also, yeah, if anyone has any questions or want to know more information, you're welcome to reach out to me directly or Ken Newman yeah. on um, any social media. But yeah, if you're interested in helping out or you know of um, homeless people in need that don't yeah, know about this, and if you're a musician, a musician, solo artist in a band. You know, if you're doing, I mean, if you guys are, you know, down and, you know, some people can't afford to do that and that's cool. And I will just be quite frank and tell you that in certain certain instances when I'm working with somebody and if they say, you know, I know they're just a working musician and they don't have deep enough pockets to like donate their time for rehearsal performance, I pay them out of my pocket. I mean, I have a production company that's successful, so I, I pay some of my musicians who need to be paid and then and then the money that we make as a band, either tips or ticket sales or whatever that all goes to the charity so you know if you want to be involved don't feel like you're like oh well man i don't know if i can afford to do a gig i mean if you know if you're somebody that's gonna like play a club and you've got a decent draw you know and we could put up you know two or three different acts together yeah and we could you know we could do uh, brick and mortar we can do you know uh, uh neck of the woods whatever amnesia all those I, amnesia spots. any of those places i would love the more we do in the city the more the word gets out about blanket the homeless you know it's good for everybody good for musicians to work and do something that's kind of you know just beyond their own particular desire to just perform music but then you give something back to the city so good times i totally agree and um i think that's a good leeway to say let's uh listen to some more ken newman music let's do that that sounds fun um yeah you you like him i'm kind of digging it because i don't get to hear it very often i I try not to listen to myself i know right i was like why did i do that god damn it i should have Anyway, the, the, I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. Why do we lead into the track that's on the blanket, the homeless yes. compilation? We were talking. We we're going to talk about that. You, okay. yeah, I wrote. Yeah. A, I wrote a song that really had everything to do with my experience with talking to people on the streets, and it's very much you know just kind of a you know reportage. It's just sort of listening to people, reading their cardboard signs, hearing what they have to say. They're they're looking with, them in the eyes. Looking them in the eye. Thank you. Looking them in the eyes. 
you know, hearing their wisdom imparted from, you know, a really, really difficult, difficult life. And so I just wrote this thing, you know, it was on guitar, and then um, we brought a piano player into the studio to record it, just real simple, just voice and, and, um, and a piano and I think a little bit of percussion. And I actually have a video that, that goes along with it that was just we just shot. Uh, I had a videographer just shoot a bunch of people on the streets, and we just sort of did a real simple little black and white thing. But this is the song that's on the album, and I think this really does get at what I think Blanket the Homeless is trying to do, which is make connection. Yeah, what's, uh, what song is this one going to be? This is We Should Do This Again. Do This Again, perfect. And before we leeway from that, I want to thank you again for coming on thank the show. You, man. This is so great. And we'd have to have you back on when you got a little bit more of a voice so we can do some live tracks in here. I would love here. to. i got a bunch of new stuff that I would like to do that's cool. really high energy, and if I tried to sing it now, it would probably destroy me forever. Yeah, you so know. I'm glad I didn't try. You'll just, turn, you'll just like explode like a sun or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. So and we've also had more tracks that you haven't released yet that we can play more. So there'll be uh, more Ken Newman Thanks, in, in the Bird Flute Kitchen. All right. So really thrilled about being here. This is a great, great venue and a and a great station. Hey, thank you so much. And um, well, let's uh, jump right in there. And thank you all for listening. And I'll be back in a couple weeks. And we got the fluorescence on in two weeks. So stay tuned for that. Right. right here in the Bird Flute Kitchen on BFF.FM. Oops, wrong song. Let's try this one more time. He said, hey, how's your day? Make it count, mister. Please don't waste it. He held a cardboard sign that said, God will help us find our way. He said, life can be bitter or sweet. But you get to taste it At least you get to taste it He said, smile, you woke up this morning How bad can it be? He said, it looks like you're looking for love But you ain't looking at me said I once had it all and it was gone someone erased it I guess someone erased it you can walk on by you can turn away it's alright son if you ain't got nothing to say I'll be here tomorrow we can do this again
She said I once had a son But he's gone He sort of slipped away She said I got this old picture right here Feels just like yesterday He had these big funny ears And a smile that was like Christmas morning He felt just like Christmas morning You can walk on by, you can close your eyes You can turn away like you got something to hide I'll be here tomorrow, we can do this again We should do this again